patrolling the sidelines on game days, and beating the pros inside the lines on off days. A 5'10 guard from Elon University. It's Valley Sports Wisconsin's Zora Stevenson on Homer and Tony. She can come on whatever day she wants. Couldn't make it yesterday on assignment. Zora Stevenson joins us. Having finished her Olympics work, maybe we'll get an insight into that. Mostly about the Milwaukee Bucks. Zora, good afternoon. What's going on, guys? Doesn't change for me. It's the same every week. <laughs> Not necessarily the case on my end, but uh, yeah, I'm glad there's... What are we talking about Well, today? Brooke Lopez is the beginning of every week. I want to know, uh, Dr. <laughs> Zora, what do you got? Any update you got on Brooke Lopez? There's a lull in updates this week just because it is the all-star break. But the guys get back in the gym tomorrow, so they will have their first team practice heading into the second half of the season. So, you know, some updates could be coming. Some updates could be coming. Uh, Can you... uh... Don't 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 read into that. All I was saying is that the team will be back together. Do not, don't do that. Don't read into that. She just said it. How could I not read into it? She didn't have to I say agree. it. She just threw that in there. I, no, that's no. Not. all I was saying is that the season will start back up again, and thus they so, need to have a practice before they take on the Nets on Saturday. Somebody getting somebody getting waved that the Bucks might be looking at. Is that what you're saying? That I don't know. I gotta get you guys. I gotta get back up to speed. I've been on like winter and snow and skiing and snowboarding, and so I gotta get reacclimated. So tomorrow is actually a big day for me too to like get back in the groove of like what the heck is going on. Yeah, I know. So like when the Bucks are on TV, you'll actually be on it instead of me going. Where the hell is Zara? (laughs) I'll be back on Monday. Back Uh, on Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Morning. All right. uh, Since you've been away, give us your. uh, Olympics uh, information, things that you know because you were on the inside. We're all on the outside. Uh, I don't for believe sure. you've done this before, so there were some new experiences for you. Yeah, no, I've never covered a Winter Olympics before, and it's different for me to cover something that I have not played nor cannot do. Some of the highlights were Aaron Jackson's speed skating. Don't know how much you all paid attention, but she won gold in the 500 meter, and this was an event that she actually didn't qualify for her teammate gave up her spot so that she could compete at the Olympics, and then she goes on to win gold. First black woman to win an individual event for Team USA, so big news there. And I uh, actually got to meet her and interview in person. Sean White, when he got back from Beijing, stopped by the NBC studios. We did a long interview with him. And uh, this time around, he did a lot of different things that he doesn't normally do simply because he knew it was the last time. So, like, he indulged a little bit more in the food. He hung out a little bit more because... He knew it was the last hurrah. Uh, Yeah, I mean, just so many different inspiring stories from these athletes, and I just really hope that they get celebrated in the way that they deserve to be celebrated. What was the most surprising thing you experienced of all from the Winter Olympics? Oh, well, I mean, just the fact that, like, we did so many interviews, and, I mean, over 30 interviews, and we did a number of them in person, the women from Team USA, that's not a surprise, but I would more so categorize this as a highlight. The women of Team USA brought it home. I mean, a woman won the first medal for Team USA, the first gold medal. Like, women were just 
doing the daggone thing over there in China and represented in so many different ways, and it was amazing. And, um, okay, this is a surprise. There were so many athletes, like older athletes, that were getting their first medals ever, and it would be like their fourth or fifth Olympics. So, for example, there's this snowboarder, Lindsay Jacob Ellis. She's in her fifth Olympics, has never won gold, and finally gets gold in her fifth Olympics. And she's like 36, which in like snowboarding years, you know, you got to count it like dog years, is super old. And um, just people super like old. On. <laughs> Thanks, Zora. I said it, I said you have to count it like dog years. Like, mm-hmm. in, you know, regular times, 36 is nothing. But for being on a snowboard and, like, doing a sport that's called snowboard cross and it's basically NASCAR on a snowboard, yeah, you, you need, you, need um, you know, some fresh legs. So, shout out to Lindsey Jacob Ellis. Uh, now to the serious question. Uh-oh, what, what is this? Of all that you've watched, <laughs> of all that you observed, he's, you thought... He's always afraid I know. of Homer's Of all questions. that you have observed, you thought... I could have done that if I'd have grown up in a different environment. I could have done that, and then others where you go, ain't no way I would have ever done that, even if I'd been given the chance. I need Ooh. both. Please. Okay, oh, I, I just the, so the I could have done that. I feel like it's a tad disrespectful because in the world of Winter Olympics, the one sport that is universally I could have done that is curling. No, I don't count. I, no, no, no. I don't count curling. No, no. That's like it's disrespectful because uh, fine. It's not. It's not a sport. I mean, it is a competitive oh, sport. It's not a but sport. It's like checkers, chess. No, Here there's comes nothing the to it. Come on. Wait a minute. It's a competitive Zora, you always agree you with Homer. Athletic. What are you talking about? You need about? no athleticism whatsoever in curling. None. Can Zero. You, Wait, Pebble. I always agree with Homer. What? I always agree with Homer. Like all the time. That that does this. That is so long gone. What? You lost me. You lost me, Homer. I lost you. What? Uh, Well, because you're just disrespecting Olympians. No, their competition to be the best at anything is hard. There is nothing athletic at all about curling. Zero. But can you lunge on ice for an extended period of time? Every person on the planet Earth can do it. But can mm. you be good at wow. it? Oh, the, 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 oh, come on. Come on, Zori. You're not going to try to tell to sell lunging I'm on ice. I'm curling. I'm selling don't. curling right now. You don't have to. It. It's a great <laughs> competition. And it's not, takes absolutely no athleticism. Do video games take athleticism? No. They're the, the curling's the same. <laughs> curling, you have to move. Oh, good. Strength. Come on. Stone you have to pounds. move. Come That's on, Zora. Forty-two you, pounds. You hold on. Just say it. Just say this one more time, and I won't interrupt. Homer, in curling, you have to move. Go ahead. Homer, in curling, you have to move, and you need to be athletic. Ooh, yeah, Homer, take that. <laughs> Come on, Zora. You don't have to go there. I always agree with Homer, except on this one. Yeah. I mean, this is a hard no for me. Yes. The first thing that you start with, (laughs) Homer, in curling, you have to move. Name another sport in which you start with, in the sport, you have to move. You don't bring up anything else. You have to move. End of story. All right. On to other stuff. Yeah. Um, Table tennis is also an Olympic sport, and we could go on and on about that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, you you, you, you have to move more in table tennis than curling. Yeah. Because 
Because no, no, you have to move it up. The key, the key is because people hit the ball away from you. There's no, there's none of that part. Yeah, now, uh, yeah, the, the the amount of athleticism needed for ping pong is significantly greater than curling, but that doesn't mean it's high on the list. All right, I want to get table tennis, not I ping wanna, pong. Uh, that's correct. Yes, it is. Ganip <laughs> ganap is what we actually called it in Indiana. That's correct. ping pong backwards. Uh, I want to know and have you talk about Marcus Johnson. Because the benefit that I have of being old is that I know how special he was. I saw it. I saw it in college. I saw it in the pros. Um, But you've had a chance to do something I wished and never had, and that is meet him, talk to him. Just say whatever you want for however long you want about Marcus Johnson, and I will not hold anything against you for what you said about curling. Well, this, <laughs> I, I appreciate this opportunity because I could go on and on. Because he's a finalist now in the uh, in the Basketball Hall of Fame. That's why. I as he should be. As he should be. And his time is coming. I know his name has been kind of dropped on the list for many years now. And he 100% deserves to be in the Basketball Hall of Fame. Marcus, and I, and I know Marcus, the person, better than I do the player. Like, watching highlights is one thing. Seeing his jersey in the rafters is one thing, but I, I get to work with him very closely and he has advocated for me, looked out for me, mentored me, just been a really good friend and he didn't have to be. And so I am a hundred percent completely sold and a fan of everything that Marcus Johnson represents. And I, I think this is also the perfect opportunity to bring in that dunk and why it's relevant that and when I say the dunk, every year around his birthday he dunks the basketball and he takes the video and it's an awesome uh, internet moment. But more than that, it speaks to the kind of man that he is. He, he does that dunk not for accolades in this universe of social media. He does it to hold himself accountable each and every year, whether it's through nutrition or fitness. And, and he wants to be in a place every single year that he can continue to, you know, jump whatever feet it is and, and dunk the ball into that 10-foot hoop. And... That's, that's Marcus Johnson. He's one of the hardest-working analysts. He is, in my opinion, I'm super biased, but the best analyst in the league. The way he is always looking for different nuggets and storylines and numbers and different ways to break down the game. I am 100% a fan of Marcus Johnson, and he deserves all the praise. So he's the best. Thank those, you, Marcus, those, for everything you've done. For those me. not old enough to know it, but he would go head-to-head with Dr. J, and he more than held his own. That's all you need. I mean, Michael Jordan had a poster of Marcus Johnson. Yes. On mm-hmm. you know, yeah. dorm room wall. Yeah, like no. In, in college, he was the not- man. In college, he was the man. He is the man. He's still the man, if you ask me. Well done. By the way, I thought of a good comparison for curling. Uh oh. <laughs> it's perfect. Darts. Because you got to lunge. Darts. You got to lunge. You got to lunge on darts. You got to lunge on darts. Think about it, Zora. You'll agree, but it'll take a month.